0: Welcome to Magic Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. The Emerald Tablet, Chapter 18 of High Magic with Arissa Victor, a.k.a. Granny Rainbow. The Emerald Tablet of Hermes is one of the most important classics of ageless wisdom. It is ascribed to Hermes Trismegistus, Thrice Majestic, the Egyptian master who is reputed to be the founder of alchemy and magic, who actually wrote this masterpiece of practical occultism we do not know. The oldest versions which have come to light are in Latin, though there may have been earlier ones in Greek. Scholars generally are agreed that in its present form, the text belongs to the early centuries of the Christian era, and not the literature of ancient Egypt. Paul Foster Case, Tarot Revelations. Of course, since then we have discovered that um, it most certainly probably does predate the Christian era, but the earliest form of it we have is from the early Christian era, along with the rest of the Corpus Hermeticum, and the earliest form of the Emerald Tablet we have is, I believe, in Arabic. The Emerald Tablet is a compact summation of the great work. Sincere students of ageless wisdom can examine and study it to their heart's delight. It holds the encoded secrets of alchemy. Just to read it is good for the soul. As far as grasping its meaning, that is up to yourself. The reference to the operation of the sun in the final sentence is a major clue. Paul Case says it refers to our day star, the actual sun in the sky, according to the Matthew messages. The sun is a god, a superconscious being named soul. We have been taught that ancient peoples, all indigenous and most full-fledged civilizations who revered the sun and in the past, were childlike pagans who just did not understand science. But please consider how our current modern science has become so left-brained that it is blind to right-brain wisdom. Ask yourself, why do we love the sun, and how can it heal us and make things grow? Is it not the core of our human existence and that of the planet we live on? Is it just a big ball of fire, or is it also a conscious being? Let us give credit to the loving power of the intelligence of soul. Source of our enlightenment. Quote, Gold is the metal of the sun. Symbolically, gold represents the most valuable thing, the thing of great price. The thing of great price is the sun, which corresponds to light. Jason Lauderhand, The Spoken Kabbalah. Humanity has been very much lied to about where we come from. Learned fears and superstitions are taken for granted. Tied to that problem is what we have been taught about God. If you think it is strange to call our life source the one thing, as it says in the Emerald Tablet, remember the name of God, the Tetragrammaton, all that ever was, is, or shall be. In other words, all things regarded as one. Just hold in mind the unity factor. Look with a keen eye at my any teaching or religion that separates you in your own mind from the oneness. High magic means keeping this sacred unity teaching in your heart and practicing it in your life as the key to the golden treasure of self-realization. Call the one thing God if you like, but please do not think of it as only He. Include the other two parts of the three supernals, And ignore all supposed negative characteristics of God, such as anger, judgment, and damnation. God is life, light, and love. Make these precious gifts your God, and you will be happy. It is really quite simple. Try studying the Emerald Tablet from that point of view. Here it is, in its entirety. And I will give it as Granny Rainbow has it. I'm not sure where her translation comes from, but I always find every translation very interesting. And of course, in my upcoming book, I will be addressing um, the uh, issues of translations across the board with the Emerald Tablet, which, in a way, that hasn't been done before. So this is always really fun to, to look at. Verum sine mendacio. True without falsehood, certain and most true, that which is above is as that which is below, and that which is below is as that which is above, for the performance of the miracles of the one thing. And as all things are from one by the mediation of one, so do all things have their birth from this one thing by adaptation. The sun is its father, the moon its mother, the wind carries it in its belly, its nurse is the earth. This is the father of all perfection, or consummation of the whole world, Its power is integrating, if it be turned into earth. Thou shalt separate the earth from the fire, the subtle from the gross, suavely and with great ingenuity. It ascends from earth to heaven, and descends again to earth, and receives the power of the superiors and the inferiors. So thou hast the glory of the world, therefore, let all obscurity flee before thee. This is the strong force of all forces." overcoming every subtle and penetrating every solid thing. Thus the world was created. Hence were all wonderful adaptations of which this is the manner. Therefore am I called Hermes Trismegesis, having the three parts of the philosophy of the whole world. This is all I have to tell concerning the operation of the sun. It's actually a very amazing translation with a lot of different nuances. I wonder where it's from. Dear reader, it is up to you to decipher one of the most important classics of ageless wisdom. The Emerald Tablet unveils itself in stages to the earnest seeker. As you mull it over in your meditations, it will gradually connect you to your inner Hermes. In his writings, Paul Case asks his students to memorize the Emerald Tablet and repeat it during study periods. The more one says it mindfully, the more information it reveals to the receptive student. Remember, the word Kabbalah refers to receptivity, which includes attunement, inspiration, instinct, guidance, and understanding. Your priestess decided to practice what she preaches and came up with the following commentary on the title. It is just a personal interpretation, an enjoyable exercise in attunement. So here is Granny Rainbow's um, interpretation from this emerald tablet. I will say I I do recommend people memorize it um, in Latin um, and then in English because there are so many variations on the English and the Latin is almost the oldest we have. The emerald tablet. This tablet is not a pill or a pad of paper. The dictionary gives as the first definition a flat piece of stone with an inscription We have learned that stone, aben in Hebrew, is code for ab, the father, and ben, the son, or unity of divinity with humanity. This stone is emerald, meaning it is precious and green, which is interesting in light of how the word green means natural, environmentally beneficial. One may postulate that the occult emerald has a similar connotation, Unified people are precious gems who emit beneficial energy throughout their environment. In the ageless wisdom, green is the color of Venus, goddess of love. It is also the color associated with the zodiacal sign of Libra, the sign of peace and love. Green is very much associated with nature's plant life. In the rainbow chakra system, green is the color of the heart. Awakened humans are shining examples of peace and love. They have an intimate, personal relationship with nature, and for this reason are able to heal and to manifest whatever is needed. The Kabbalah says every person is naturally a tree of life, and offers information to help us realize our inherent greenness. Green is the color of victory, the Venus center number 7 on the tree. Legend has it that the words on the emerald tablet were inscribed with a diamond. The purest, most sparkling, and valuable crystal can only symbolize the one self. So to total up these musings, the Emerald Tablet is the heart of an enlightened person who personifies and emanates unity consciousness. The Self inscribes love above love below, on the heart of the high magician, who becomes an adept, the master How to work with the Emerald Tablet. First, learn it by heart. And on that point, I would recommend learning it. Pick whatever English translation you pick. Learn the Latin as well. Just learn it as one thing. Say it in Latin, then say it in English. Because there's no point in just doing it in one of the languages, in my humble opinion. As you ponder the Emerald Tablet, look at the Tarot magician, and or hold in mind the three supernals. Give yourself plenty of time. Really listen to your intuition if you are sincere. You will be guided in ever increasing wisdom and understanding. That's a really good, good idea, actually. Look at the many hidden secrets and mysteries be open to receive in the manner of a true Kabbalist. Your intuition, inner teacher, will increase in power when you listen and trust it. High magic requires a marriage of mind and heart. Look for this theme throughout the tablet. The alchemical approach is experimental. Jason used to say, You can't go to hell for exploring the tarot, and I'm sure he would say the same for the Emerald Tablet. The Tetragrammaton, Chapter 19 yod hey vav hey in the beginning god created the world with numbers letters and symbols sefer yetzirah an ancient kabbalah book of formation and that is the oldest kabbalistic text um, post biblical of course numbers and letters comprise the magical word tetragrammaton And we say Tetragrammaton because we can't pronounce the name Tetragrammaton, or arguably the pronunciation has been lost, though it is often considered the unpronounceable name for uh, religious reasons, which is why often when you get to that word in the Bible and you see yod you say Adonai or Hashem. Name of four letters. Above you see it spelled in the ancient Judaic characters. Like the Emerald Tablet. Well, these are relatively modern Hebrew characters, but it's moot. Like the Emerald Tablet, the Tetragrammaton is a Kabbalistic code written even more succinctly than the tablet using the using the written word to encode a vast wisdom teaching one can hardly be more concise than four letters. It's true, however, this name has inspired books and treatises galore, very true. The tetragrammaton is the Kabbalist name for God it means. All that ever was, is, or ever will be. This all is supremely great and mighty, far beyond our ability to fully grasp. Yet, by the grace of the Most High, each created being is one with that, which was, is, and will be forever. People spend lifetimes contemplating the name of four letters. Not being of the Jewish faith in my current earthly embodiment, I can only offer the barest information. As we progress on the path of liberation, it is said that the other lifetimes in the continuum are revealed. Dr. Paul Foster Case, my teacher's teacher, remembered being a rabbi in 12 other lifetimes. And Paul Foster Case was, of course, trained in the Golden Dawn before he created the builders of the Adytum, which emphasized tarot as the primary study, and excluded Enochian magic. In his Paul Case lifetime, he was a mystic Christian. My teacher, Jason Lauderhand, and I turned out to be devotees of the goddess. These facts are recounted to show we all have spiritual inclinations, and it doesn't matter what they are when it comes to the Kabbalah, which is all-embracing of every form of sincere spiritual expression. The Tetragrammaton is all, so it affords plenty of room for every person and every belief or form. Quote, All you need is the Tetragrammaton, the four modes of life power that are God's expression of himself or herself, or themselves, for all we know. Jason Lauderhand, the Spoken Kabbalah. Some people like the idea of God. Others do not. In the practice of occult science, we are naturally led to see that something is moving as Albert Einstein said. I like that. But we are encouraged not to believe anything. Do the work, test out the teachings, and life itself will guide you the best way for you personally. The four elements of Kabbalah are encoded in the four letters of the Tetragrammaton. Hebrew reads from right to left. So the Tetragrammaton is pronounced Yothe associated with fire, water, air, and earth in that order. Hebrew is a mystical language in which letters are also numbers. The letters in the Tetragrammaton add to 26. So 26 is the number of the name of God in Kabbalah. There is a profound study, the mystic science of gematria, in which words are analyzed and compared according to the numbers of which they are composed, and the sums of those numbers. How to relate to the Tetragrammaton? The Bible makes this statement, In the beginning was the Word. Perhaps the Tetragrammaton was the creative word. Chanting it can be enjoyable and beneficial, but be careful. It is a formula of divine creation. Don't play God. Invoke the all-power with sincere love and humility. You can chant the Tetragrammaton in long, slow tones. Some singers chant the permutations, yod He vav heh he yod vav heh he vav he, he vav, yod, he, he vav he yod and so forth. There are twelve different ways to combine the letters. And that is actually, in fact, called the practice of Temura. And, Temera, and by changing the Tetragrammatons, you get the different zodiacal versions of the Tetragrammaton as they correspond and govern the 72 angels of the Shem and Feresh. That's my addition there. That's uh, getting deeper and deeper into it. <clears throat> For in-depth study of the Tetragrammaton, consult a rabbi. Not all rabbis are metaphysicians, so be diplomatic. Yes, many of them will not want to talk to you about this stuff. And also be very careful to never write it down and give it to a Jewish person or let them see you write this down, especially a conservative one, because they will never be able to throw away that piece of paper or whatever that word is written on for the rest of their lives. They'll have to keep it safe. Um, So they would consider that quite insulting and rude if you were to just use this most sacred of sacred words in their presence in a way that would put this you know, requirement upon them. Uh, to do that would be very disrespectful. Paul Foster Case's write, written lessons prove him to be an excellent teacher of gematria, secret teachings hidden in words. Most likely he remembers it from his studies in other lifetimes. To sign up for lessons, go to www.bota.org. And that's for the builders of the aditum, uh Tarot program, correspondence course, which a friend of mine is deep into currently, and one day I may even do it when I have time. It sounds like a wonderful course. For 15 a month, I believe you get years of weekly lessons, so that's very cool, especially if you're interested in going hardcore deep into the tarot. Thanks for joining myself and Granny Rainbow for a little bit of magic today, and we'll continue tomorrow with a deep dive into the four elements in the tarot. There's uh, links below to uh, Spoken Kabbalah and uh, other of Granny Rainbow's books. Unfortunately, high magic is out of print, which is why I'm doing this version of it. And you can also go check out my YouTube at FraterRC and HermeticMysterySchool.com, which is steadily growing. Peace out. Hi, I'm Granny Rainbow. Thanks for listening to my friend Froder R.C. read from my out-of-print book, High Magic, How to Turn Your Lead into Gold. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, golden dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information, to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk medicscienceenterprises.co.uk